0: is thursday september 23rd 2021 my name is tommy this is the tommy experience thank you very much for listening and tuning in today um big day today we have some headlines to go over the last week in the cubs there's some nascar stuff to talk about Uh, we're gonna recap all my picks from last week really good at college and i suck at the nfl but such is life and then we got new picks for this week um we're just gonna get right into it it's thursday i feel good i feel vibrant i feel fresh Start with the Cubs this past week. Patrick Wisdom broke Chris Bryant's rookie record for home runs. It's impressive because Patrick Wisdom came up about 200 ABs at bat short of what Chris Bryant took to get to his record. Um, and he's already broken the record. There's still a little over a week left of baseball to be played. Um, So he's got an opportunity to kind of crush this record, which is pretty cool. So shout out to Patrick Wisdom. Congratulations on your record. I'm still a Chris Bryant guy. He's still my favorite player of Cubs history that I remember, basically. So hi, Chris Bryant. I love you. Also, Tuesday night, Conor McGregor, the UFC MMA guy, Mr. Uh, Notorious Irish fellow, walks with his arms out, has that weird, goofy Vince McMahon walk. Uh, He was at Wrigley Field Tuesday night with his family. The Cubs rolled out the red carpet for him. He attempted to throw out the first pitch. Uh, I don't know if you recall a few years ago when 50 Cent threw out the first pitch at the Mets game at City Field. And he threw it and it went almost into the dugout. This was like that only on the other side of the field. And up. He threw it away, like up, high off the screen it was not good he's not good at throwing a baseball he later admitted that this was the first time he he'd ever been to a baseball game which is kind of a no-brainer and then he's saying the stretch very interesting actually you can read about everything uh, and see the clips of conor mcgregor at wrigley field if you go to cubby's crib.com i wrote an article should be coming out sometime today Uh, I'll post it all over the place on Instagram and Twitter. And, drumroll, Tommy Experience is now on Facebook. So you can like Tommy Experience on Facebook and keep up with everything on there as well. Just go to Facebook, type in Tommy Experience, and bam, it's right there. So that's what I got for the Cubs. Make sure you go to cubby'scrib.com. And make sure that you look at the Conor McGregor piece that I put out. Also kind of related to the Cubs, we're still doing our Rizzo walk uh, for the Rizzo Foundation. Pat and I are. Uh, We're still looking for donations. We still have a goal of $500, and we're still short of that goal. We're going to be walking on October 9th, which is coming up in a couple weeks, And we would love your support and we would love to write a big fat check for the Anthony Rizzo Foundation. Even though he's gone, he's still our guy. Uh, and We appreciate what he does. So make sure that you check that out. It's on the TommyExperience.com and there's a a link right at the top of the page. So make sure you click on that and you can see about our team and donate and stuff. Moving on uh, to NASCAR really fast, there was some beef at Bristol this week. This was the last race of the first round of the playoffs. And Kevin Harvick got into Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott did not like that Kevin Harvick got into him. And he kind of blocked Kevin Harvick a little bit, which was awesome. And they had a little dozy do getting to pit lane after the race. And then Kevin Harvick got out of his car with his helmet on and went straight to Chase Elliott, which I don't respect if you're going to go talk to somebody, take your helmet off, because then he can't punch you if your helmet's on. So take it like a man, Kevin Harvick. Chase, of course, the new fan favorite. Everybody was on his side. They were booing Kevin Harvick, which was weird. Kind of two big names going at it, which is making NASCAR super interesting. Kyle Larson won the race, which he's just winning everything now. Uh, They're going to las vegas this week but the week after that the nascar boys are headed to talladega and there are two people that will be in the grandstands that week um and their names are tommy and griffin and you can hear about that next week on the podcast however i don't want to spoil it yet and we kind of haven't had the conversation yet but next week on the podcast griffin and i are going to preview our trip to talladega and there may be some awesome things happening during the trip for the podcast. So just tune in for that. But that's the NASCAR recap. Now let's just get into the footballs. I was terrible last week in the NFL, but I'm going to start with college football. My college football record is 25 14 and 1. I was incredible last week, I went 7 and 3. I got robbed in Alabama, Florida. I had the under 59 and a half, and they scored 60. Those jerks. Uh, Nevada just sucked, and Purdue also did too as well. Those were my only losses, though. Everybody else did what they were supposed to do. When I went After, I, after Penn State won, and I got that one minus six, Fresno State wins the game, goes over, and BYU wins the game. That's 3-0 and while I was sleeping. That felt incredible. So this week, college football, I didn't really like the board. I'm seeing the board really well and when I'm telling myself I don't like the board, that's me telling me to lay off a little bit, right? So I only have three plays this week for for college football. I have Michigan State minus five at home versus Nebraska. They're doing the thing with the Stands where this section's green and this section's white and this section's green and this section's white. It's a night game in East Lansing. It's a terrible Nebraska team coming in. Michigan State minus five. That's a lock. You can put it down. I'm making you money here. Uh, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. The game's play, being played at Soldier Field in Chicago. Uh, there's a, The college game day will be there. I know the Barstool guys will be out there. So this is the game of the week. I feel like Notre Dame is not good, and I feel like Wisconsin is also not good. So I didn't know what to do here. On paper, this looks like an absolute under, so we're going over. Over 46 points in Notre Dame, Wisconsin. That's my pick. And then my third pick is just kind of a whatever pick. It's Texas Tech, Texas over 61.5. When I think of Big 12, I think of over, especially in the state of Texas. Uh, Texas Tech is just an, an overs school. Texas is going to give up way more points than they should. 61.5 seems achievable. This could be an overtime game too. Uh, so those are my three college football picks. Michigan State minus five. Notre Dame, Wisconsin over 46. And Texas Tech, Texas over 61.5. Now let's get to the NFL. Uh, I'm going to play the cash register button. Even though I suck at Picking NFL games, apparently. I'm 10 and 21 responsibly gambling in the NFL this season. I'm 19 and 13 in pick them. I can't find a rhythm and I don't know why. It's tough out there in these NFL streets. Picks are hard to come by, apparently, for me. I don't know what I'm doing. I think the problem with gambling is if I would just make my picks and then walk away from the apps, I would be fine. But I sit down and then I'm like, ah, this this game's going over or this one's going to be under or half of the Steelers team is going to score a touchdown or I just need to stop. I just need to put the phone away and watch football and rely on the picks that I've made. So I'm kind of forced to do that this weekend because I won't be around my phone a lot. So I have some picks. I'm going to lay them out for you. There's a lot of them for the NFL, but I'm going to pick every game like I normally do. I'm going to make my picks here. I'm going to make my pick them picks, and then I'm going to go into the gambling stuff. My pick record, 19-13, and 13, not great. Usually I'm better at this. I don't know. The last couple of years have just kind of sucked at picking games. I don't understand why. But we're going to figure it out this week, and we're going to start on Thursday night. Panthers-Texans going Panthers. Uh, the Texans are on their backup quarterback and the Panthers are a better team than I think people are giving them credit for. Yes, they ran into a very short shorthanded uh, Saints team last week. However, I think Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. And I think Sam Darnold kind of has a second life and a rejuvenation of some sort uh, with the Panthers. So I'm going Panthers on Thursday night. So Panthers, that's my pick. Uh, now let's go to Sunday, the one o'clock games. First game I have is Falcons-Giants. I'm going to go Giants. I think both of these teams are terrible. I'm simply picking the Giants because they're at home, and I trust their offense more than I trust the Falcons' offense and certainly trust the defense more than I uh, trust the Falcons' defense. I think the Falcons are a terrible football team, and they need to find something to give them a spark. Not this week, though, because the Giants are going to beat them. Next game, going Washington football team against the Bills. Uh, it's in Buffalo. I think this is a pretty easy one. Again, Washington, Taylor Heineke is going to be the quarterback again. They're going to a very tough place to play, which is in Buffalo. Josh Allen, they, they slipped in week one. I don't see them slipping when they don't need to slip again. I think the Bills win handily here. They're favored by eight. Uh, that's not one of my bets for later, but I am going to say the Bills win this game. Next, we got the Cardinals going to Jacksonville. The Cardinals are such a good football team, and Jacksonville is such a bad football team. Uh, The picks this week, they just feel too easy, so I know I'm going to be wrong on some of these. I have to be right, Uh, but the Cardinals should win this handily. They're favored by seven on the road, which is pretty hard to do, and I think they're going to get every bit of those seven points ahead of the Jaguars. The Jaguars are just a terrible football team. Uh, and it's not happening this year for them. Next game is a good game. We got the Chargers versus the Chiefs. Uh, it's at Arrowhead. Two contenders in the AFC West. Uh, only one of them can win the division, and the other one's probably going to be a wild card team. I love the Chargers this year. I think they're a fantastic football team. I love their quarterback. I love their defense. I think that they are every bit a contender in the AFC. However, I think they're catching the Chiefs at the wrong time. They just lost to the Ravens on the road at the last second. Patrick Mahomes usually comes back after losses and and just annihilates the next team that he faces. I don't think it's going to be an annihilation, but I think the Chiefs win at home and they get back on track. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, next game, Ravens-Lions. It's the Ravens. The Ravens just won a huge game last week against the Chiefs that I just mentioned. The Lions, they they hung in there in the first half against the Packers, and then it was just too much for them. Uh, I hate it for them. I really do. 0-3 start again because the Ravens are going to go in there. They're favored by 9, which is a big number on the road, but... Uh, I think the Ravens just they take care of business in Detroit. Next game, Saints Patriots. Patriots are favored by three at home. I am going to take the Patriots here. I think the Saints are still having COVID problems and I think their personnel is off. They're just not in a rhythm. It's a bad time for them to be going through this because they just lost to the Panthers. Now they got to play the Patriots. I don't know what's happening next week, but I hope it's a bye week for them. Good Lord, the Saints are a mess right now. Give me the Patriots at home. Bengals versus Steelers. I witnessed the Bengals last week against the Chicago Bears. Uh, The Chicago Bears won that game, but we'll talk about the Chicago Bears when they come up, which is the next game. The Steelers lost to the Raiders at home. This game will be played at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Big Ben is already hurt. TJ Watt is hurt. The, The Steelers, I didn't think it would be this early that they were in trouble with the injuries, but here we are. I think the Bengals they uh, Joe Burrow made several mistakes last week and he's going to be a very good quarterback going forward. If they're going up against a depleted Steelers defense, I don't know if TJ Watt is playing or not, but certainly he's not going to be 100% healthy. We know that Ben Roethlisberger is not going to be 100% healthy. The Bengals defense isn't horrible. I just I think the Bengals can go in there and put the put the Steelers in a frenzy and in a panic in week 3. Uh, I think the Bengals win this game outright. Bears-Browns. We just got the announcement that Justin Fields will be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday in Cleveland. This city has been waiting for this. We're sad that it happened the way it did, but such is life. Andy Dalton has a knee thing, and he's going to be gone for a little bit. There's no other choice. You're not going to trot Nick Foles out there. If they did that, they would burn the city down again the city would go down again. So Justin Fields getting his first career start. He got some playing time last week. He didn't look good, but he didn't look horrible. A couple different plays, they go another way, and he's got a really good quarterback rating, and we're in a different position. We're in a different talk right now. But the dropped touchdown by Allen Robinson in the end zone leads to a punt. And that, or does it lead to a field goal? Maybe that leads to the bears continuing to throw the ball. Cause the game is still in reach a bad interception. And then you take away a couple things from that game. They go different ways. I think we're seeing a really good Justin Fields, but he made those mistakes, which is even better. In my opinion, I think he's going to fix them. And <laughs> I'm going to pick the bears to win this game. It doesn't make any sense, but I am going to take the Bears because it's my job. Colts versus Titans in Nashville. The Titans got embarrassed in week one. Then they go up to Seattle and steal a game in week two. They come back home. They're playing the Colts. The Colts are losing Carson Wentz. Uh, It's not good in Indianapolis. I like the Titans here. I think they get the bounce back win that they need off of a really good win last week uh, with With millions of points being scored, it goes to overtime. I do like the Titans to win this game. I think they get things right. Ryan Tannehill figures it out in the air with his new friends through the air. Uh, I think this is just setting up for the Titans to fix themselves and be better. Now we're going to go to the late games. Uh, First one, Jets-Broncos. The Broncos are favored by 10.5. The Jets are in trouble. I think I just read a report, too, that Zach Wilson, their quarterback, is hurt uh at least not 100 percent the broncos defense is one of the best in the league they're favored by 10 and a half i don't know about the 10 and a half number but i do know that the broncos probably win this game uh next game dolphins raiders uh the dolphins lost tua the raiders just beat the steelers this is a total letdown spot for the raiders if Tua plays, but Tua is not playing. The defense for the Dolphins is atrocious. I'll take the Raiders in a very low-scoring affair. Bucks rams this is probably the best game in the late window. Uh, you got the defending champ, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got the one of the favorites, uh, Los Angeles Rams. Tom Brady versus Matt Stafford. Uh, I think the Rams win this game. It's in L.A. The Bucks are favored by one and a half, but I do like the Rams to win this game. I think their defense is better, and I think Matthew Stafford just is just a monster at throwing the ball down the field. Tom Brady is the GOAT, of course. However, not this week. I think Matthew Stafford makes a statement and says the Rams are going to be the number one contender in the NFC to go to the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Rams. Seahawks-Vikings, the seahawks Just lost one at home. They had it in their hands. They lost it in overtime. The Vikings are 0-2. I think the Seahawks go to Minnesota. They're a little upset. They want to be better than what people are giving them credit to be. I think the Seahawks win the game. and I think the Vikings are in trouble because now they're going to be starting 0-3. Sunday Night Football Packers versus the 49ers. Uh, this is an NFC Championship rematch from a couple years ago. It's in San Francisco or San Jose, I guess, is where the stadium is actually or San wherever. Uh, it's not in San Francisco, I can tell you that. However, uh, I think the Packers win the game. They they seem to be back on track uh, with that dumb quarterback that they have. They're underdogs. Uh, the 49ers are favored by three and a half. Uh, but I think the Packers go out there. And when the game, the 49ers have not looked good. They can't seem to figure it out yet. Maybe this is the week. It's kind of a trap for me that they figure it out. Uh, but I'm going to take the Packers and then be glad if they lose. Monday Night Football, Eagles, Cowboys. The Eagles have looked very impressive in the first two weeks. They slaughtered the Falcons, and they took the 49ers all the way to the end, or to the most part to the end. Uh, The defense held up against the 49ers, which was pretty good for them too. The Cowboys went to LA to beat the Chargers last week, uh, which was a huge win for them. So now they're one and one. Eagles are one and one. I like the Cowboys at home here. This is going to be their first home game of the year. Uh, it's going to be in Jerry's World. It's against their archrival Eagles. Uh, usually in these games for the NF or the NFC East, I like to stay away from the favorites, but I do like the Cowboys here. Uh, Cowboys minus three and a half even. Uh, so I'm going to take the Cowboys. Those are my picks for the week. These are my pick picks. I'm going Panthers, Giants, Bills, Cardinals, Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, Bengals, Bears, Titans, Broncos, Raiders, Rams, Seahawks, Packers, Cowboys. Now let's get to the bets. I'm going to make these picks and then I'm going to get rid of the app and not bet another game. These are the picks. I'm locking them in. I have 11 of them, 11 picks. Starting with the Thursday night game, Panthers-Texans, I'm going over 44. I did place this bet responsibly before I knew that the Texans quarterback was going to be out. However, I still feel confident. We're going to get to 44. It's a primetime game. The Stars are going to be out. Just give me 45 points. That's all I ask. Second pick, I'm taking the Chargers plus 6.5 against the Chiefs. And the over in that game of 55 points. When the Chiefs play a game, they go over. Their defense is supposed to be good and it's not. They give up points like nobody's business. The Chargers are going to score those points. And then the Chargers' defense might get a little exposed because of Patrick Mahomes. 55 feels like a good number. And I like it to be a close game. Chargers plus six and a half. Ravens, Lions over 49 and a half. I picked this because solely I think that the Ravens are going to score 42 points. And all I need is 7 or 8 from the Lions. That's it. Just a touchdown and a field goal. That's all I'm asking for. Bears game. Bears plus 7. Bears money line. Why? Uh, I think the plus 7 feels good. The Browns like to keep games much closer than they should be. Um, We kind of saw that last week with the Texans when they had a backup quarterback playing and it still took a 10-point deficit. I don't know. It it should have been a blowout, and it wasn't. I think the Browns like to play down to their competition. And I think they're going to see a rookie quarterback, and they're kind of going to be licking their chops. That's why I'm taking the Bears plus seven. I'm taking the Bears' money line simply because it's my job, to. I have a new quarterback, and he's going to win his first game. I don't know. Just roll with me. Uh, next bet, I'm going to take the Rams' money line over the Buccaneers. Honestly, whoever was going to be the underdog in this game is probably who I was going to choose. The Rams happen to be that underdog, and they're at home. I'll take the Rams' money line against the defending champs. Seahawks minus one and a half against the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a bad football team. And the Seahawks, after what happened last week in overtime, losing the game to the Titans, I think they're going to be mad, and I think they're going to take it out on the Vikings. Raiders minus four over the Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to be starting a backup quarterback, and the Raiders are feeling hot, hot, hot after their win against the Steelers. Uh, Packers plus three and a half over the 49ers. I think they might win the game outright, but I like to get that three and a half point cushion because if they lose by two, not only do the Packers lose, I want to bet that's pretty good. Uh, and then Cowboys minus three and a half at home. I kind of just went over that one. I just think the Cowboys are a lot better than what the Eagles are. And they're at home. It's the first home game of the year against the arch rival. They lost to him last year. I don't see them happen. It, I don't see it happening again. Uh, so there we go. That was our whole football day. This is a shorter episode of the podcast because it's kind of only me. Yeah. So there are all my picks. I'm going to put them out on Saturday and on Sunday. Uh, We'll put the Thursday one out tonight. Make sure you go to Cubby's Crib and read about Conor McGregor. Uh, Make sure you go to TommyExperience.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook and and follow on Twitter and Instagram. We're always putting stuff up. When I say we, it's just me. Um, I'm doing my best by myself. Next week, Griffin's going to help me out. We're going to do a preview of our trip to Talladega. And then we are going to do some stuff while we're at Talladega and then after Talladega going to be awesome. I'm really excited that he's going to be a part of it. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And we will talk to you next week.